0: Amongst the crowd, where do you stand? Today, we speak about Survivor of the Fittest. Are you prepared? Stay tuned for the next episode of The Real Girlfriends Across America.
1: and happy thursday welcome to the real girlfriends across america podcast i'm your host tonight annie real girlfriends across america is a company that has a foundation and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe we broadcast sunday through thursday 6 p.m pacific and 9 p.m eastern we want to hear from you because we are always looking for fresh topics to discuss tonight we have corinne kay amanda and a slew of other girlfriends listening at home And we're going to be discussing survival of the fittest and being prepared, but more in an emotional and a physical way. You'll see what I mean. Just stay tuned. So, survival of the fittest. I want to tell a little story. I've mentioned before how I've broken my back. And when I broke my back, I was living off of grid in a little town called Ward in Colorado, up in the mountains between Boulder and Lyons, Colorado, It was about 25 minutes to to a a real town or a big town, to Boulder Alliance, and this happened in November. And my car wasn't good enough to get up the mountain the night before, so we had hiked three-quarters of a mile up to our place. We lived in a cabin, solar power, compost toilets. It all sounded really fun in the beginning, and it was great the first couple months when it wasn't snowing. Um, But the solar power wasn't really hooked up correctly. Uh, The compost toilet thing was not fun when you were trying to trek through six feet of snow. And then I fell from the second floor, and I broke my back, and thank God that my survival instincts kicked in because I had to hike three-quarters of a mile down that mountain to my car to get to get to the hospital. Um, and so I've had the experience where adrenaline and I was I must have been in shock just took over, and because once I got to the hospital, I couldn't even walk anymore. So tonight I want to talk about if you ladies had any experiences like this. We're going to talk about um, how to be prepared, and I want to start with the definition. Survival of the fittest is a phrase that originated from Darwinian evolutionary theory as a way of describing the mechanism of natural selection. The individuals who are the best fit for the environment at the time will survive. Basically, it means that if you're adaptable and you're open to change and you're able to change, you're more likely to be able to survive through the situation surrounding you. I think it's kind of important, especially with all this stuff going on right now with the coronavirus, it's obvious when they talk about in the news um, how many, you know, the elderly or people with previous conditions, they're the ones that are very susceptible to this, and this kind of falls along with with the, the evolutionary theory of Darwinism with survival of the fittest, um, and it's kind of a sad but true truth in the world. So. Corinne, how about you? Do you have any stories for us?
0: Um, not quite like that story. I mean, there was a time where I did have to learn how to walk again only because I had back surgery. Um, and that was just for scoliosis. but nothing where um quite like a survivor of the pit.
1: Right. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard those stories where they talk about, like, people have lifted cars off of other people and done, like, amazing things like that. Hey, okay, how yeah, about you? Yeah, I don't you? Think so.
2: um, Well, I've never lifted a car. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I what are you doing with um, I have... <laughs> I know, right? Like my life is so boring. <laughs> um, let's see. I've never, to my knowledge, I've never broken my back. Although I did have a back injury from giving birth to my second child, um, but oh, wow. my back wasn't broken. I could walk after that. Um, I, w- I was on some serious pain pills for a couple months, but uh, and 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 I actually do experience the end of this day. But yeah, not broken to my knowledge. Nice. Um, I'll tell you what. I have experienced you know? situations. Yeah, I have experienced situations where I've had to push myself beyond the energy that I had to survive. Um, you know, situations where I was, I had to just shove my pain and emotions way down deep where I couldn't even feel them just to keep going because I had to. So I have had
1: situations right. like that. Um, well, you know yeah. but- that's kind of similar. It, it makes me think of similar of anybody who's been, had, you know, trauma or, um, you know, rape victims, women of assault and domestic violence. Um, that's one of the things that, you know, some of the strongest women I know have been through that kind of thing because you have to dig down and just make it through. Right. And, and the
2: thing about that, though, is that that strength, that so-called strength doesn't really last because um, the moment you have a second to slow down and catch your breath that crap catches up with you like, like a mountain oh, yeah. and it just slams into you. Like, yeah, it doesn't, it's yeah. not, oh, no. it's not like
1: a long-term band aid. like that thing is a short-term fix. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. We're going to talk a little bit about that in, later, but you know, when you're trying to deal with things, especially emotionally and, and you know, especially with this coronavirus, I don't know about you guys, but I just kept getting hit at one after another, you know, I, I, After being in the hospital, after getting a staph infection from when I was in the hospital, when I broke my back that first time, I ended up coming out homeless. I've told you guys my little story. My stepmother passed away of lung cancer in September, about three days after I got out of the hospital. Then my grandfather passed away Christmas Eve, and then I had to move because the coronavirus shut everything down. It was like one thing after another, and when I came and got to Arizona and finally got settled in somewhere to where I knew that at least I was safe and I had a roof over my head, everything came over me because i hadn't dealt with any of it it just you know was pushing it back behind and uh and trying to persevere and just survive right
2: and i think survival sort of pushes you into that point where you 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 keep going because you have no other choice right like you you literally yep. just don't have a choice but to survive or die so you keep going
0: right
3: yep exactly
1: so, Amanda, what about you, hun?
3: Um, So i never, like, had anything, like, super physical happen. Um, but the thing that my mind kept going back to is more of an emotional survival. Um, so I, in my past, was really sick with my mental health issues, and I called um, – social services on myself for my to get my daughter out of my custody and I don't know if anybody's ever dealt with uh social services and a child protective services case but it is awful it is definitely the hardest thing I've ever been through and I cried like every day for a year and a half because it was so awful I
1: know I personally have not been through it but I have definitely witnessed people very close to me who have and it's that it's not fun you know um You know, on the one side, it's like I'm so happy that they're there, uh, you know, doing the service that they do. But on the other hand, like, sometimes there's a lot of times there's some people that come through and and they don't deserve the treatment that they get. You know, just because somebody can make a phone call doesn't always mean that it's true. There's some vindictive people out there.
3: Um, I was told to take a parenting class, and it was on my own dime. And I took two, and I got yelled at for being an overachiever. (laughs) <laughs> okay,
1: don't work too hard Amanda come on now <laughs> all right so what they say is that if your environment changes the traits that are the most fit will change so for instance darker skin when you live in the sun all the time um you know I can't think of any other uh any of you guys think of anything that examples of of traits that will change according to your environment maybe accents. I wonder if an accent would be included in that, but you get the idea, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I was one descending um, I think even even
1: accents What's that Kay?
2: I was saying even accents changed. Like I I was married to yeah. a Liberian he was in a which is Liberia is a country in West Africa and him and many other of his friends who traveled here, um their accents changed. Um and it was It was because of survival needs. Like if you try to get a job as a foreigner, if you sound like a foreigner, you're less likely to get a job. So they changed the way they spoke in order to survive.
1: Oh, yeah, That's crazy. So what they say is that the fitness, so the fitness part of this, the fittest doesn't always mean the actual, you know, the biggest or the strongest. This can also mean somebody with the fewest parasites, um, the fastest, um, the best able to avoid predators or attract a male. So it comes down to um, the environment, again, that you're in and the adaptability you have. So what they say is you hope for the best and prepare for the worst, meaning we need to be optimistic but ready for hard times as well. Be ready for adversity, expect the best results, but make sure you prepare with options in case it isn't the worst result. For instance, if you have a test result coming back from the doctor, you want to have hope and be, you know, hopeful and expect the best, but be aware that that could not, you know, it could turn out not the way that you really want it to and be prepared to deal with that because when you push things under the rug, like Kay was saying earlier, that's when you're going to come up with an issue because you're going to get smacked in the face with it no matter what you want. I mean, that's just unfortunately how life goes. So, yeah. um, i can
2: this is Kay. I could give personal testimonials for that fact. Um, I was in survival mode for, I would say, maybe the last four to six months. I've been in survival mode and just sort of pushing myself to keep going and pushing down every single feeling that would hinder me from surviving. And then I have finally made it to a place where, I feel somewhat safe, I feel somewhat okay, and that shit hit the fan, I won't lie to you. Like, I, I started struggling with anxiety, I started struggling with depression, and, and that's what happens. Like, you push all those feelings to the back burner because you cannot survive if you have them, oh, yeah. and then as soon as you're in a safe place,
1: that stuff catches up with you.
2: It really does.
1: No, I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, so, so what they say the best thing to do is when you're in situations is is prepare, right? So, for instance, if you're, like you take, you're taking a chemistry class and you have having trouble understanding molarity and you studied so hard but you go in and you fail the test, the best thing you can do in this situation is talk to your professor, let him know ahead of time that you, you've been studying, you're having these issues, try to get help from him or her, and then maybe set up an agreement that if you do fail, you can get extra credit or, you know, try to be positive in all of the results that you can produce for yourself. Anybody else have any examples they want to share? Okay, so my next point is that some people only create more anxiety by over-preparing. So I don't know about you ladies, but I am an over-analyzer, over-thinker, and I do this sometimes because I want to be so ready or I want to be prepared for something that I psych myself out. Do you have any stories where you've done that to yourself? (laughs) Every day, all day, 24-7,
2: 365 days a year.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how do you know my life?
1: <laughs> we live it. Corinne, <laughs> what about you, girl?
0: I'm sorry, I was trying to see myself on mute. Um, I, I think that, um, yeah, there's definitely times where you have to thank you
1: so you can make it, right? Yes. Okay, so it's time to take a break. We will be right back, and we're going to discuss uh, a little bit more about being prepared emotionally and physically for situations around you.
0: Hello, this is Karen. And here is today's training news break. Former Hollywood star Cameron Diaz has revealed her reasons for retiring from the movie business, saying she found peace when quitting acting. Diaz appeared on Gwyneth Paltrow's *In Good Health, the Sessions series on Wednesday. She discussed her wine business and how her mentality changed as she got older and the impact her career had on her well-being and relationships. And that's it for today's news break.
2: patreon please follow us at patreon.com forward slash real girlfriends across america we strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support your donation could make a world of difference thank you for listening and all that you do
1: all right well welcome back So I'm going to read through this next bit of information, but while I do that, I want you ladies to think of a couple tips that you would give to other women and even men out there when you're dealing with difficult situations. What do you do? What is something that helps you, uh, you know, calm down or whatever? And then we're going to come back to that. But first of all, I want to say, you know, nobody plans for illness or natural disasters, um, but they should. Uh, We we say that you know a a hurricane comes in and wrecks your house, but really in all reality, if you live in Florida, you know that that's a possibility. So people should be a pre- um, should be preparing. Stop avoiding the process and begin preparing. Now, of course, I know you guys have probably seen all those people that are, that are uh, doomsday preppers. I think some of those might take it a little bit far, but it's real cool some of the things that they put together. <laughs> um, but the first step in this is to think it through. They say to mentally walk through a situation that would put you out of work or put you out of your marriage or, or put you in a situation where you would be on your own and walk through that situation and what you would do and maybe even research, uh, you know, the, the two, one, one information, where you could get food if you would need it. Hopefully a lot of people with the coronavirus have had to, not hopefully they've had to do this, but they've found more information than more people, you know, it was easily accessible to them Um. You know me with the virus taking the bars away and not being able to work. I had to go through food, <laughs> living in the car. You know, trying to feed my dogs as well as myself, trying to find a job, trying to find a place to shower. That's the worst. Um, what do you What do you say, Corinne? Um, so, what was the question exactly? I was just talking about thinking it through mentally, walking through a situation that would put you out of work. Um, Have you ever done this? Like, uh, what do you think about that?
0: I haven't been in a situation where it completely took me off of work. Um, I've been in situations where I had to work differently, Um, maybe because I didn't have my my laptop, Um, maybe because um, there was actually a situation that I was in where there was no electricity. Um, So I had to be resourceful, yeah, during those times. Um, But, yeah, right. I think it's just
1: you, being creative in whatever situation that you're you're in. Yeah, you can use and you can use your past experiences to build on that for the next time, and so you have experience in that. You know, um, it's always it's always pretty good. You know, I was I was a brownie back in the day. You know, so um, that didn't prepare me for much, uh, except getting badges that I don't remember what they were about. Um, but <laughs> I did take a class in my first year in college called outdoor adventure. And my, my biological mother was, was nothing of a camping person um, with a cabin with running water and electricity. So I had never really been camping in my life before I went to my first year of college and I took this class. And it was like an intense class. Like we're talking, we went out, um, at the, like the final was going out for three or four days hiking with a big backpack tent on your back and making it through with a compass and all that. And, uh, but I learned how to rock climb and rappel in that class. And then from then on, I was an I love camping. So it also taught me how to be prepared, and I really feel like everybody should have to do something like that, honestly, because, you know, especially if you live in a state, like, where there's lots of woods and, you know, you're having kids, you should be teaching your kids these things to be prepared. Um, What do you got to say about that, Kay? Okay, can you rephrase the question? Oh, no, I was just, I'm just talking about thinking things through, and do you have any, do you have any, you know, thing to add? Do you have any stories you want to tell us?
2: Um, I mean, I constantly have to think about what my job situation is from day to day because I work for myself. Um, when the last time I actually had a job that, you know, a normal quote-unquote nine-to-five job was in – it was when I was pregnant with my second child. So that had to have been like 2013, 2014. Uh, so that's been a long time that was that was that was like what six seven years ago seven years ago yeah um, it's been a long time. so I've worked for myself well for a while I was just a housewife until my husband passed away and then I had to work for myself and sort of figure my life out and I've worked oh. for myself since then so I do sort of have that always I, I can't even well, say it's in the back of my mind because it's like I've got to keep my bills paid, so it's always on my mind. <laughs> like, well, what am I going to do now to make money? So it's something I think about twenty four seven. Whether I, um, it's, it's something I'm constantly planning for. It's something that I that I budget my money on. I have money set aside, um, not just for emergencies, but I have money set aside for opportunities to make more money. For example, yeah, I researched. I researched uh, uh, animals, uh, specifically dogs, in the United States, and I researched what I could afford and what I couldn't, and then I purchased a rare breed, Japanese Bits, and I purchased a male and a female from two different breeders, one I imported from Taiwan. One cost me, the female cost me a total of $4,000. The boy cost Ooh. me over $2,000. Yeah. So I, in in total, I spent more than, I would say maybe about $6,500 total, total to buy these dogs. And <laughs> they more than brought me back in my investment. It was a very right. good investment. I don't regret it. Um, but that's the kind of thing that I do. Like, I have to think ahead because I don't have choice, right? right? So what I did to even prepare for that was I worked my butt off. I worked my butt off working... 16 to 17 hours hour days in Lyft and Uber. And I was making a grip of money when I was doing that, but I was exhausted. I was burnt out all the time, but yeah. I had a goal, right? Like you have to make money when you work for yourself. You don't have a choice. You're the only person you're depending on. Yep. If you have kids, they're the only person they're You're the only person they're depending on. Like you have a mountain on your shoulders and you don't have a backup. So that was right. what I did to survive. I made a lot of choices and I still make choices like, um I tell people all the time, you should apply for this, you should apply for that and people don't do it and I'm like, yep. why do people just turn up the chance to get free money? Like right now I yep. have the I um I applied for some program. You wouldn't believe the amount of money that the government is throwing out right now. Like it looks like on the news that they're not throwing out money. Dude, these people are throwing out money. I got more than than uh and and I don't like to discuss money because um, people sort of look at you like, oh, you're rich, and I'm really not. Like, I have so many credit card yeah. bills. But I think that it's yeah. helpful to people out there who are struggling right now. Like, I got more than $13,000 just in unemployment because I wasn't afraid to ask a, an attorney to help me. There are people out there that still don't have their unemployment money. Why? Because they didn't feel like they could go to an attorney. These attorneys will take back pay. They'll take the money out of what you earn oh, wow. if you earn Right. So I, while all these other people are still trying to get their unemployment, I got paid. I got my money. Right. That's like a lot of money that people are missing out on. On top of that, the Paycheck Protection Program. If you are a Lyft or Uber driver or you do Shipt or you do Instacart or you do any tor- sort of um, independent contractor job for yourself, you could be getting a Paycheck uh, Protection Program loan. And it's not even a loan if you pay check if you if you payroll it yourself. For example, because I made about I would say twenty thousand dollars last year driving Lyft and Uber, in addition to some other income that I made, I qualified for almost four thousand dollars from the Paycheck Protection Program. That Paycheck right. Protection Program is completely forgiven if you payroll it for yourself. So what did I do? I went and applied for it. I qualified for it, and then I enrolled for a paychecks which is a program that you can apply for and they will basically payroll out your money to you. Right. Yeah, some of the money got like, taken in taxes, but hey, that's still a $3,000 oh, yeah, check. I ain't got to pay that. It's tax right. free and that's the <laughs> whole point, right?
1: Yeah, it's that's a, it's it's tax right. free technically cuz they're giving it to you, but they're going to take a little bit back and no, that's awesome. I love that you share that information. Um, we do only right. have 5 minutes left. So I'm gonna, I'm going to run through these, oh, okay, the the rest ahead. of these real quick. I know it, you know, we can always talk a lot, you girls and I. <laughs> so I'm going to run through these real quick, and then we can add anything at the end. Amanda, are you still there, girl? Because I want to hear what you have to say after I run through these, the rest of these uh, ways to uh, be prepared, okay? So after thinking it I'm through, here, yeah. you, want, okay, you want to create a council. So you want to have trusted friends and family that will always provide advice, coaching, or counseling to you. Your closest friends, your family that you know you can trust, make sure that you're sharing information with them. Um, don't be embarrassed because like I've always said, people always make mistakes and your friends and your family are going to love you and they're going to be there for you and listen to their advice. Don't be stubborn. Systemize is the next one. Create systems around you so that other people can when we can't. So if you work a job and something happens to you, don't leave it where you're the only person, Kay, (laughs) that can do the job. (laughs) Make sure that other people are able to do the job. Yeah. (laughs) goodwill make sure that you're building your reputation and mutual respect among the people around you including in your job and in your family Um, respect others as you want to be respected make sure that you're being honest and you want to build up a reputation as somebody that can be reliable and trusted and that's going to help you with uh, with being surrounded with people that can help you out in in tough situations Um, I've had people help me out and what a blessing it's been The next one is weave your own safety net, money, savings, the stuff that you were just talking about, Kay, um, you know, going out there and finding the money that's out there for you. uh, Have a savings account, make sure you have some assets. Um, Again, your family and friends, those are all safety nets that you can fall upon when you come across hard times, but make sure you're there for them at the same time. And the last one we got here is stay grounded. Know how to take care of yourself when in times of hardship. So, you need to make sure that you're always loving yourself and you're always caring for yourself because I know like for me, I meditate. And if I don't meditate, I always have a worse day. Or it's always the days that I don't meditate. Things, things just seem to go awry or I'm just not right in the head or, or I'm a little more stressed out. Um, and so for me, that's an important thing that I should be paying attention to and doing every day. Amanda, what do you got for us, girl?
3: Um, well, I was just thinking like, um losing my job is always on my mind too because I go through periods of times where I have like three weeks worth of migraines and then also struggling really with anxiety and depression I always one of my biggest fears is having to go on disability judge people that are on disability at all like I don't but I just don't want that for myself
1: well, yeah. No, then that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm glad it's there for people. Those programs are awesome, but you know, I, I'm one of those people too that if, you know, I, 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 I'm grateful those programs are there and I've needed them before. But I, I want to be, you know, the person that takes care of myself. All right. Well, we're almost done. Anybody want to add anything before we uh, cut out tonight? Well, I appreciate you all being here. I think this was a pretty great topic. Remember, you can always send in more topics if you want to hear us talk about something. Thank you guys for calling in. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like us, share us, subscribe. And I can't wait till next time. Tomorrow we're gonna to have another great topic. Um uh, make sure you join us Sunday through Thursday nights at six PM Pacific, nine PM Eastern. Have a peaceful and prosperous night, my friends. Thank you. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of The Real Girlfriends Across America. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're here Sunday through Thursday at nine PM EDT time or six PM PDT time. Make sure you tune in on all of our platforms and that's anywhere where podcasts are being played. Make sure you visit us at www.RealGirlfriend.org or on Instagram at RealGirlfriend7, that's the number 7, Twitter at RealGirlfriend7 or on our Facebook page at Real Girlfriends Across America. We can't wait to chat with you next. And until next time, have a great and awesome day.